Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. Stand up for your uh, country. Okay, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, just uh, before we started to tape, we got word from uh, Moscow that they want to continue talks uh, with NATO and America about Ukraine. We're going to bring you that. But I told you last week that this thing is not being reported accurately, the Ukraine thing, and we'll uh, set the record straight, which is what we do. We got some Super Bowl numbers, some initial numbers in. I'm going to talk to you about the halftime show and the game a little later on. But first, the Super Bowl interview with President Biden, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So uh, Lester Holt, the NBC anchor, who is a uh, honest man, but does bend to Comcast, the company that pays him. Um, I say that because I know Lester. I worked with him at WCBS-TV. I think he's had a very distinguished career. He deserves uh, his platform as the anchorman of the NBC Nightly News. He deserves that. Um, He did the interview in Virginia on Thursday. Uh, They broke it out. Lester used some of it on his show, and then it was on NBC. And then I didn't even know what time it was on a Super Bowl because NBC didn't care about this. I think they ran it. 3.30 or so Eastern time? I don't even know. I mean, it was nothing like when I did my three interviews with the presidents on Super Bowl Sunday, which were events. This was kind of like, all right, you know, we got it. But there were three sound bites in the interview that caught my eye. I'm going to play them for you and analyze them one by one. All right. The first one is fairly self-explanatory. Go. On the subject of American citizens, I have to draw your attention to that Army report, an investigative report that's come out about the lead up to the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It it interviewed many military officials and officers who said the administration ignored the handwriting on the wall. Uh, Another described trying to get folks in the embassy ready to evacuate, encountering uh, people who are essentially in denial of, of this situation. Does any of that ring true to you? No. No, that's not what I was told. That you were told that the U.S. administration officials were prepared, they knew it was time to get out? No, what I was told, no one told me that, look, there was no good time to get out. But if we had not gotten out, they acknowledged that we would have had to put a hell of a lot more troops back in. No one told me. That's pretty frightening. He's the commander in chief. No one told me. I mean, I knew. <laughs> I knew that the Taliban was sweeping down. I think you knew if you watched me or anything else, everybody, but no one told me that the Taliban was taking province after province after province and sweeping down toward Kabul. But no one, no one told me. I mean, it really is a dangerous situation now that we are encountering with President Biden. He is the commander in chief of the armed forces. No one told me. All right. The second soundbite I I picked out for you um, is about inflation, which is really harming uh, working class Americans. And I say that because wealthy Americans can afford the extra bump to buy gas and food and clothing and everything else. But working class people can't. Roll the tape. I think it was back in July you said inflation was going to be temporary. I think a lot of Americans are wondering what your definition of temporary is. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Uh, I understand that's your job. But look, uh, at the time, 
what happened was the uh, let's look at the reasons for the inflation. The reason for the inflation is the supply chains were cut off, meaning that the products, for example, automobiles, the lack of computer chips to be able to build those automobiles so they could function. They need those computer chips that were not available. That is not the reason inflation ignited in this country. <clears throat> so, again, I mean, he's living in a fantasy world. The reason inflation blew up is very, very simple. And if you think back to 13 months ago, the last month President Trump was in office, there were no inflationary prospects. And we had the same situation with COVID. So Biden's blaming COVID, oh, supply side, we couldn't get this, we couldn't get that. Same thing under Trump. But there was no inflation under Trump. What was the difference? Oil, gas, energy, that was the difference. So the first day in office, President Biden stopped the Keystone Pipeline. You remember that? What you don't know and what I don't even know is these regulations that the federal government put on the transportation and access to gas and oil in this country. We don't know all those regulations. They aren't put out there. But there were scores of them that made it difficult to market fossil fuel energy in this country. So he knocks out the pipeline, which takes gas uh, from Canada and gets it down in New Orleans, where it can be processed and then distributed here and overseas. That's done. And then he chips away at all of the other infrastructure for fossil fuel. And because of fewer amounts of gas and oil, the price went up, all right? And when the price of transportation goes up, people driving products to market, people making things, everything else follows. That is what happened. Now, Biden doesn't know that. It's not that he's lying. He doesn't know why Afghanistan collapsed or why there's inflation. See, I'm trying to get this across to you that it's no longer a deceit. They're trying to fake you out. They're trying to lie to you. He doesn't know. And people around him understand they can't teach him. So they give him one or two things to go out and spit out as propaganda. Well, he had to get out of Afghanistan like that. We, we had to do it. If not, oh, millions or thousands or somebody would have been killed, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Inflation is because of cars, new cars. They couldn't get the parts. Whoa. You see? You see what I'm talking about? Okay. Here's the third one, <clears throat> again, on inflation. Go. So when do you, when, when can Americans expect some relief from this soaring inflation? According to Nobel laureates, 14 of them that contacted me and a number of corporate leaders, it's ought to be able to start to taper off as we go through this year. You, you came here to Virginia, um, a, a swing district, to talk about uh, prescription drug prices, Build Back Better. What do you see in Build Back Better that gives you confidence it can still happen? What, what has changed, if anything? Well, I don't think anything has changed. It's that uh, 
Um, people are now realizing what is in Build Back Better. You know, for example, there's cancer drugs that we have here in the United States that cost 14 bucks, $14,000 a month. In France, the same exact manufacturer, the same exact drug costs $7,000. So we get this, again, befuddlement where he says, 14 Nobel laureates have contacted me to tell me inflation might level off this year. But what about your people? What about your economic team? You need people from outside who I'm sure all 14 hate Donald Trump and Republicans. I'm positive of that. That's who you're going. Well, they tell me. So nobody told me about uh, Afghanistan, but, but these guys are telling me inflation might, might come down this year. But I don't know. My team doesn't know. We're not doing anything to make it come down. <laughs> it's just... So when you have this kind of a situation where there are problems that need to be solved and they're not going to be solved because he doesn't know how to solve them, and neither do his people, then you're going to have a continuation of the problems. And that's what the big thing was in the Lester Holt NBC interview. He doesn't know. Now, Holt never in a million years frame it that way. I mean, he could have easily followed up on, well, what Nobel laureates called you? What did they say? Right? That's what I would have done if some president told me, well, inflation's going to come down this year because 14 Nobel laureates told me. I said, okay, who are they? And what did they tell you? <laughs> you think Biden could tell you who they were? He couldn't. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay. President scheduled today, nothing. Put it up on the screen just to remind you that President Biden doesn't do anything every day. So he came back from Delaware um, at 1030, you know, so he could sleep late. Uh, He's made 33 trips to Delaware since his inauguration. Joe Biden has spent a 101 days there in Delaware. Okay. About a third of his time. It's okay. I told you that. It's okay because whatever he could do in a White House, he could do in Delaware. Of course, he doesn't, but he could. All right, Ukraine update right before tape time. Uh, the Kremlin announced they want to have continuation of talks about Ukraine. So this drives me crazy um, because on Friday, this nitwit, and I say that literally, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor. The man is a nitwit. 
W-I-T-N-I-T-W-I-T, O'Reilly. Come on, come on. Jake Sullivan. So he goes out on Friday, mid-afternoon, and he says that the invasion could occur during the Olympics. This is what Sullivan says. That is so patently absurd. Putin and she are now buddies, new friends. Putin's going to wreck the Chinese Olympics in his last week? No, he's not. And I've said I don't think Putin's going to go in at all because it's too costly to Putin. But when Sullivan goes out and says that, immediately the stock market, the Dow, tanks 500 points. Does Sullivan and the Biden administration not know that? So Sullivan, well, he could, they could invade uh, this week. Hey, a meteorite could hit you in the head, Jake. You calculate the odds. You don't go out and spook the financial markets worldwide. You nitwit. Ugh. Crack pipes. Now you watch me. You pay for premium and concierge membership. I know that. It's not because of my charming personality or my devastating good looks. It might have a little to do with it, but it's because I tell you the truth. All right? And I don't care where the truth lies. So when this story broke... A week ago, February 7th, Monday, it came across my desk, as all stories do. And I went, this is bull. The federal government is not going to give people crack pipes paid for by taxpayer money. Even the Biden administration won't do that. Okay, so I didn't report it, but I told you I would look into it, which I now have. So this came out of the Washington Free Beacon, a conservative paper or website. And they said, quote, a spokesman for the agency that would be Health and Human Services told the Washington Free Beacon that these kits will provide pipes for users to smoke crack cocaine, crystal meth and any illicit substance, unquote. Well, maybe a spokesman did say that. Maybe. But you got to check it out because spokesmen not always reliable, right? All right. So now all hell broke loose on the right in conservative precincts. They're going to send out crack pipes. Roll the tape. The administration is about to spend $30 million on crack pipes. We're not kidding. His plan gives crack pipes to drug addicts. Why? For racial equity, whatever that means. According to HHS, these kits will contain Joe Biden-approved pipes that will allow beneficiaries of the equity agenda to smoke crack cocaine as well as crystal meth. Okay, so I encourage my former colleagues at Fox News, which is the most powerful voice for conservatives in this country, I encourage them to use skepticism even if it's a story that you like, okay? So to say Joe Biden approved crack pipes is not true. Joe Biden didn't know anything about this. He doesn't know anything about anything. So officially now, the federal government has put out a statement, put it up on the screen. Quote, 
Accordingly, no federal funding will be used directly or through subsequent reimbursement of guarantees of grantees to put pipes in safe smoking kits. The goal of harm reduction is to save lives. So these kits will have all kinds of things in them to clean the crap pipes. All right. Because they don't want people getting infections. And I, I, I guess I guess that's what it is. Sanitize drug paraphernalia. That's what they're doing in New York City and all this other business. All right. Now, that in itself is insane. They call it harm reduction. The real harm reduction would be to put drug addicted individuals into mandatory rehabilitation. That would be the real harm reduction to save them and the people around them. And who are the people around them? children in many, many cases. So 9 million, think about that number, 9 million American children right now, 17 or younger, live in a household with at least one parent addicted to substance. 9 million. And you're going to give those addicted parents needles to shoot up? You're going to give them Drug paraphernalia. Meanwhile, these kids can't even get enough to eat in some of those homes because all the money goes for narcotics or alcohol. They don't care about harm reduction. This is another SOP, S-O-P, to the far left, which somehow thinks that if you're a drug addict, you don't have any responsibility to your kids or anybody else. You go ahead and steal, prostitute yourself, spread disease. We're not going to do anything about it. Nothing. That's the far left view. Okay. I I feel so sorry for these kids because I know when I was teaching, I saw it. I saw it. 60% of American children ages birth to five who are taken out of the home by social services and put in foster homes. The horror of that, okay, are children of addicts, 60%. Harm reduction, mandatory rehabilitation. Don't know, no, no. Okay, uh, here is a big story that was ill covered. So on Friday, before the Super Bowl, late in the afternoon, It was announced by the Justice Department that special counsel John Durham, looking into Russian collusion, had come to the conclusion that Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign paid an Internet company to infiltrate, that means bug, servers at Trump Tower and the White House in order to link Donald Trump to Russia. That is a conclusion that Durham has reached. Now, Hillary Clinton is going to say, just like Biden says, nobody told me. I didn't know. I didn't know. But John Podesta, the head of the Clinton campaign, he had to know. So is he going to be arrested, indicted? What's going to happen? We don't know what's going to happen. Now, did you hear about this story? Because very, very few people reported it, including right-wingers. 
So in New York State, where the Trump Tower is, it is against the law. It is a felony to bug a private home or business. Okay? Felony. Where's the uh, New York Attorney General or the Manhattan District Attorney? Where are they? No, 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 no. We're investigating the Trump Organization for falsely... Okay. So uh, I asked my crack staff, look, do me a search and find out who reported this on Friday. Varney and Company on Fox Business, Richard Grinnell on Newsmax, Steve Hilton on Fox News, Fox and Friends on Weekend, and Fox uh, business person Maria Bartiromo on a weekend. That's it. We couldn't find anybody else. Now, here's a guy I'm going to bring in now, knows a lot about this, been devoting his life to it. His name is John Solomon. You, you know him. Uh, he's the CEO and editor-in-chief of Just the News, and I recommend everybody go there and check it out. John comes to us from Washington, D.C. So do you anticipate any arrests in this Durham thing? I do. We already have three people that have been indicted, and I, there's clearly an ongoing criminal investigation. And the more John Durham drops these hints in these court filings like he did this weekend, the more you realize he's looking at a potential conspiracy between a law firm, Perkins Coie, which was hiring all the different people that were putting the Russia, the bad Russia narrative together. Uh, uh, Christopher Steele's hired by them. Michael Sussman's a lawyer for them. He's taking bad dope over to the FBI. And then you have these computer researchers that are going out there and trying to find little fragments of stuff called DNS lookups and try to make a case that Donald Trump was in bed with Russia. Now, it's important to note that John Durham says most of the computer experts said, ha, this is bogus. It's going to be hard to defend this. But they put it together anyways. And then uh, Michael Sussman, a lawyer for Hillary Clinton, walks that into the FBI. And when he doesn't get what he wants from the FBI, he walks it into the CIA two or three months later. That is a conspiracy, involves a lot of different people, including somebody you you mentioned in your monologue, Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan in October 2016 was putting this story out there as the national security advisor to the Clinton campaign saying, look, there's proof that Donald Trump's been colluding with Russia. At the moment that's out there, a lot of people are saying it wasn't true inside the Clinton campaign. All right. Now, this is very similar to Watergate. So the Watergate burglars went into the Democratic National Committee headquarters. All right. They rifled through to trying to get information to help the Nixon reelection. Now we have people at the behest of the Clinton 2016 presidential campaign going into Trump Tower and planting bugs. So this is like, okay. so where's the Washington Post on this? You made your name on Watergate. Where are you on this? All right. Nowhere. Um, Nowhere. Right. So I'm a a simple man, as you know, John, Uh, I'm, I'm. I don't want to get in the weeds. Uh, I want to know if this, if Durham says this is true, and he clearly said it was, because he yeah. wouldn't have put it out if he, well, we don't really know. He said it was. No, so if this is true, all right, then what is the Justice Department going to do about it? All right, so you can obviously bring people in. Uh, FBI can round them up, come on in. You testify, you lie to a federal agent. That's a felony, as we all know. And it is to the point now where every responsible news agency should be investigating this on their own. But there's no action. None. No. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think there's a good reason for it, Bill. 
The Go media ahead. were so culpable in spreading this false story at the beginning, they can't own up to the fact that they got taken to the cleaners. So they continue to ignore these bombshell revelations because they were complicitous. Yeah, with because they helped the, it. The, yeah, they, they, they fed the bogus uh, storyline. But did. it is an, an amazingly important story. Now, you've it been is. also reporting on Liz Cheney and Hunter Biden. <laughs> Give me a minute. All I want is 60 seconds. You tell yep. the folks why you're reporting on a Liz Cheney, Hunter Biden connection. Go. Yeah. Well, listen, Hunter Biden represented China and Kazakhstan while his father was vice president trying to cash in and make big money. While Liz Cheney was releasing the House Republicans report on China, saying that we all as Americans need to stand up for China, make some sacrifices because they pose a generational threat. Her husband's law firm was representing, oh, several companies in, uh, in China, including two that the State Department and the Pentagon warned were uh, acting against right, American so Let me interests. stop you. Let me stop you. Yep. So Liz Cheney's sure. pounding China. Meanwhile, yep. her husband's making money from Chinese companies, all right, that allegedly are harming the United States. Where That's does right. Hunter Biden come in? Well, it was the same two countries that Hunter Biden targeted that her husband uh, targeted as well. Uh, Kazakhstan and China were two of the big cash cows that Hunter Biden focused on while uh, his dad was in, in office and focusing on policy. Uh, Liz Cheney talks about both of those countries regularly as regimes that need to be targeted and, and pushed back. And what happens? Her husband's making money off them. The parallels are, listen, Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden wasn't working with Liz Cheney's husband, but the same modus operandi. Someone has a policy responsibility. Someone else in their family is making money off the policy response. Right, I see. You're saying, look, this is just not Liz Cheney, but the Bidens did it yeah. too. All right, so I'm going to be on John's uh, network, Just the News, tomorrow night. Happy to do it. And uh, John, you, I hope you'll come back when you get information, particularly about this Russian collusion thing, which I start to see now um, has to take on momentum. It has to. I agree. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Good okay, to talk to you. shoplifting, y'all know, in the major cities, it's now a crisis. And I'll give you the stats. CVS, the pharmacy store, has experienced a 300% increase in retail theft since the pandemic began. 300%. So people just going and stealing stuff. All right, New York City Rite Aid shut down because they were going bankrupt because so much stuff was stolen. And the DA won't prosecute in New York, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, on and on and on and on. And that's why it's happening. Okay, so the top five cities for retail crime are Los Angeles is the worst. They will not arrest and prosecute shoplifters there. Chicago second, Miami third, New York fourth, San Francisco fifth. This from the National Retail Federation. Just the facts. More facts. Olympics, a disaster for Comcast NBC. Average over the first, what is it now, nine days? 13 million viewers per day. Four years ago, Winter Olympics in South Korea, 23 million viewers per day. That, a loss of 10 million viewers a day for the Chinese Olympics. Why? Two reasons. There are no stars for Americans. I don't know any of these people. Do you? I don't know any of them. I don't, the hockey team doesn't have any NHL players on it. Uh, I don't know who they are. It's hard to get emotionally invested with anonymous people. Second is China. Who likes China? <laughs> Who wants to see China? Nobody. So that's why. Super Bowl. 
So initial ratings, about 100 million people watched the game in the USA, millions more overseas. Uh, it's up from last year uh, with Tom Brady. I was surprised. Maybe that'll change. These are just initial. All right. But 100 million, that makes sense to me. But I thought Brady uh, last year, because he's such a star, would do better. So after L.A., uh, the Rams won. Uh, what always happens, happened. Uh, thugs took to the streets to wreck things and steal and burn and do what they always do. It's not L.A., it's everywhere. This could happen anywhere. Uh, thugs are thugs, and they live all over the place. No arrest, though. Of course not. Why would you arrest anybody? Because the cops know they arrest them, they're going to get yelled at. Why? We know it's DA is not going to prosecute them, so why are you bring them into the station house? Okay. I will have an analysis of the games and the halftime show and the final thought. You should stick around for that. You're going to get mad at me. Okay. Sarah Palin. Juries deliberating could come in any time. So Ms. Palin says she was defamed by the New York Times, which she was. Will she get millions and millions of dollars? I don't know. Okay, she says her reputation was damaged. Uh, this whole thing is a fiasco. The New York Times is ridiculous. And again, I'll just remind you, they linked the Palin Political Action Committee to the horrible attempted assassination of Gabby Giffords, the congresswoman in Arizona, who was severely wounded. They linked the, the Palin pack to it. <laughs> you can't do that. Palin back had nothing to do with it. So I'm hoping that Sarah Palin gets 50, 100 million. We got to stop the madness here. That's the way to do it. Truckers. So they opened the bridge in Windsor over to Detroit. If you've ever been to the area, you know uh, the intense traffic flow from Canada to the USA and vice versa. And the truckers shut it down for a little while. The Mounties moved in and it is now gone, but not in Ottawa. The Freedom Convoy is still there in Ottawa. There's a protest against little Justin Trudeau's mandates, COVID mandates, but they're dissipating now. Uh, the latest is that uh, the government and the truckers have reached some kind of agreement that the truckers are going to pull out. Now, this didn't happen in America, although Senator Rand Paul and others wanted some kind of truck thing at the Super Bowl. Nobody did it. And the reason is that the mandates here are waning. It's over, as I predicted it would be. I signified this date, February 14th, Valentine's Day. So by that time, the mandates are going to be going out the window, which they are. I was in Florida over the weekend. I didn't see anybody with a mask anywhere. And I was all over the place. So the mandates here are on the wane, so there is no need um, for mass protests because they're going. The kids in the schools, that's taking a little slower, but that'll, that'll go too. So in New Zealand, they still have mandates. In fact, you can't go there. Okay, nobody can go there um, and unless you're a resident. Um, I guess you can get back, but then you got to go into quarantine. It's insane. So there's a protest in front of the capital, the country capital in Wellington, and uh, the people are on the front lawn of the capital. So the, what the authorities in New Zealand did was they turned on the sprinklers, the water sprinklers, to get these people off, right? And in addition, they are looping 15 minutes of Barry Manilow on giant loudspeakers 
to try to get these people to go home. So you get Sprinklers and Barry Manilow. Now, I'm saying I like Copacabana, the hottest spot north of Havana. I kind of like that. Now, would I want to hear it every 15 minutes? No. Some of his other mushy songs? No. But this is true. The government of New Zealand is using water and Barry Manilow to dissipate the crowd. (laughs) Barry, I'd sue, man. All right, history tour begins for anyone who didn't see it in person on Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. We are happy to bring you a highlight package of the best of the four shows, two in Florida, two in Texas. We've edited it together. BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members get it free. All others got to pay a small fee because we have obviously expenses here. But we're going to put it up, and from 8 p.m. Thursday till, I guess, midnight on Monday, this is President's Day weekend, you'll be able to access it anytime you want. Spread the word. You will see a totally different Donald Trump. I'm the same, but he's a lot different. Very much worth your time, even if you're not a Trump fan. This day in history... February 14th, the year 270, 270, okay, A.D., St. Valentine is beheaded in Rome. Okay, what happened? So Valentine was a bishop, all right? And at the time, the Roman emperor was persecuting Christians. Remember, this is 270 A.D. So... The emperor, Claudius the Cruel. Wow. I don't know if that's the best nickname. The Cruel. Claudius the Cruel. He was drafting Roman men into the Roman legions because they were fighting the barbarians. Christians at the time did not fight. They turned the other cheek. Okay? So Valentine, the bishop, He married an enormous number of couples because Roman law said if you were married, you couldn't be drafted. So Valentine was encouraging everybody under Roman law to get married so you don't have to go and fight the barbarians. So Claudius the Cruel didn't like that. And on this day, he beheaded Valentine. Subsequently, he was made a saint, all right, by the Catholic Church. And then the Pope in the 5th century, okay, that's 4,000, he turned Valentine's Day from a pagan festival, which forced women to get married in some places, into a kind day, honoring St. Valentine. So now 50% of Americans celebrate Valentine's Day, 50% half, all right? It's the second most profitable time in American, in the American calendar, Christmas first. All right. Um, the average American adult shells out 200 bucks in 24 hours on uh, Valentine's Day. Most popular item, candy, which I don't understand because that's sugar. Flowers are better. And for the guys, you know, getting a subscription to BillOReilly.com or something. I don't know. Um, Nine million Americans will propose today, propose marriage. And, um, 
According to polls, if you don't get a nice Valentine's Day gift, you're mad at your spouse. Okay. So we got a a good mail segment, and then I'm going to analyze the Super Bowl halftime show and a game. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's go to the mail. Um a guy named Sawman on the message board. And we allow, you know, uh, nom de plume. Great column this week, Bill. You hit the nail. In my opinion, if we don't win back both houses in November, then I'll know with all my heart that election uh, integrity has been compromised. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's election integrity. It's citizen integrity. If people are going to continue to vote for the Biden administration and the leftists, this country is indeed doomed. Patricia, I saw your new column. I may need to print it out. Can I do that without copyright infringement? Knock yourself out. You want to distribute my columns, my message of the day. You can't take our tape, but you can guide people in to BillOReilly.com. But anything that I write is yours, Patricia. Thank you. Um, Lieutenant Robert uh, on the message board, Bill, I received the J&J vaccine as it was the first available in my area, is there a specific reason J&J halted its distribution? It's not as good. It's as simple as that. It's not as good as Moderna or Pfizer. That's why they stopped it. And they're not making the money that they thought they would make. Lisa Alderson, Walnut Creek, California. Bill, have to, about the halftime show, couldn't understand what they were saying, but the choreography was great. My 42-year-old daughter uh, thought it was the best halftime ever. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Um, okay. Jerry Grohn, Libertyville, Illinois. Great discussion with Stephen Smith. In my opinion, he's the best, most fair and honest sports announcer around. I just bought my ticket to see you, O'Reilly, at the Genesee Theater in Waukegan, Illinois on March 31st. I'm looking forward to it. We will see you there, Jerry. This uh, event is in conjunction with our radio affiliate, WLS. Again, Waukegan, Illinois, 6 p.m. 
on March 31st. Get your tickets, get the good seats, and we're going to have a great time. Stephen Stone, Vegas. Interesting interview with Stephen Smith. Why is it that the NBA is 85 black, but only 13% of the population is African-American? Only explanation would be the blacks are more qualified. Absolutely. And with coaching, it's more subjective than it is with playing. But the reason that there are so many black pro football players and basketball players is because they're better. And we live in a meritocracy when it comes to capitalism. Rebecca, concierge member. Thank you, Rebecca. Welcome to Florida, Bill. I'm very fortunate to live here. I am not sure I could live in these far left radical states. I want freedom. Listen, uh, I'm going to do a Florida thing tomorrow because I don't have time tonight. But I had a great time. I'll tell you all about the vibe down there. Dave Andrejusen of Baldwin, Missouri. Holy cow, Bill, the mugs are outstanding and they ship fast, too. Here's what Dave is talking about, the Stand Up For Your Country mug. We have it in red, white, and blue. We're going to get more colors, but get them now because they're selling like, like crazy. Okay, uh, word of the day is uh, incredulous. Do not be incredulous. When writing to BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Back with the Super Bowl in a moment. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's take a look at the uh, halftime show. Now, I did not understand one word in the whole show when they were rapping. I wrote my message of the day about it. However, the younger members of my staff go, oh, no, no, we knew. And I said, wait, you understood it? Wasn't that word? Look, he's in his pajamas. Snoop Dogg, he's wearing blue pajamas. I said, you understood it? They go, no, no, we didn't understand it. We know the song. And I'm using the word song, you know, in a loose fashion. So we know the song, so we knew the lyrics. Okay, but I never listened to that stuff. I listened to the Four Tops and Earth, Wind, and Fire. I like songs with melodies. Okay? So, yeah, you knew him because you listened to that stuff. But if you were just watching it, there wasn't a word you could understand. Insane. Not a word. All right, the game. Two things. Um, I was rooting for the underdog. I always do. I have nothing against the Rams. All right? And Cincinnati played them even. But 
they got a touchdown, the Bengals did, on a bad play because the receiver pulled the guy's mask and it should have been a 15-yard penalty. So if Cincinnati had won, the whole game would have been tainted because the 18 refs missed it. NBC caught it. You could see it clearly. The guy committed a, a flagrant penalty, and that's why he got the touchdown. That's number one. Keep that in mind. Number two, the coaching staff for the Bengals lost the game. All right? Burrow and the boys were playing well, and the defense was playing well. And then they call these plays where Burrow keeps dropping back, and they couldn't protect him. When you saw Burrow go outside, roll out, all right, he was very effective. And the Rams couldn't cover the Bengal receivers. But you had to get outside of Donald and the other monsters that the Rams had. And I'm sitting there going, what is wrong with the coaching staff? Now, I played college ball. I was a quarterback. I know what I'm talking about. I'm going, what are you doing? You're putting the kid back there. He's getting smashed. Get him outside. No. Coaching staff lost that game. Not the Bengal players. And there is my analysis, which is why you will never see me on ESPN or any other sports venue. We will see you, I hope, tomorrow.